This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can we, you know, Christmas 2.0 is happening on f- Friday with the podcast. Can it be 1983, please? Please. Please. It hasn't been 1983 for ages, and you've had all the other years. And I'm just asking this one year, can we please have 1983? Please. Oh my God. I'll come on to why I want it to be a 1983 Christmas uh, directly. Uh, only two more sleeps till Christmas 2.0 and uh, the, 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 the patrons, the supporters of the podcast, I'm sure have uh, fulfilled their secret Santas. I sent mine off today. Uh, I've never actually done a secret Santa, but wait, I think I did it once. I think I did. I did it once at BBC America and someone bought me a funny, sexy thing. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, you'd love that, wouldn't you? You would love that. It reminds me of um, a birthday present I got from my then girlfriend in America. Uh, she bought. No, it's a Christmas present. She. Oh, man. She bought me a. A little dog, a mechanical dog. You know the ones that you put the batteries in and they wriggle about. Wait, that's a real dog. No, you know what I'm saying. Those little little thing. And it came with a little sort of elastic strap. And you put the strap around your leg. And then it would start humping your leg. And she made me put it on. And I put it on somewhat dazedly. And I kind of like, is this, did you, is this what you thought I would love? And she was crying with laughter uh, watching this mechanical dot. And all I could think of was, you know, this is just proto-landfill. I hate everything about this. Crying with laughter. I miss her every day. Uh, Not so much. I think I still have some jeans she gave me. Which was not anyway. Uh, get distracted now. Uh, anyway, Secret Santa that's happening. Um, and we could we could. God, we could talk about the news. We could talk about some nice news. Uh, volunteers clearing snow in Wales. Uh, that's nice so that people, the elderly, could go and get their vaccine safely. That's a nice thing. Let's talk about that, shall we? Is it, How are you feeling? Like, how are you? I know we did, like, lockdown and all the rest of it. 
and but are you actually how actually are you uh it's a full moon i don't know if that means anything to you i in the last couple of months i'm i'm sort of wholesale bought into moon cycles and one's mood and i'm not alone 81 percent of mental health professionals believe that people are affected by the moon i know that yesterday just not a good day just not a good you know and i i nearly jokingly said to kim it's it's my time of the month it is my time of the month uh, there was a test, there was a study done saying that um, if you suffer from mania or depression, um, it's not that uh, there's like a 14.8 a, a day cycle, which is the, the moon, half of the moon's cycle, right? Um, and it said, you're not going to get triggered every 14.8 days if you have mania or depression. But if you do get triggered, it is odds on that it's going to be at the end of one of those cycles just saying i hope you're okay and take it easy now it's not necessarily the time for tremendous ambition uh just just uh just rein it in a bit uh take care of yourself and apply the care and sympathy to yourself that you would apply to anyone else all right cool um now, look, I haven't touched this for ages. There's been a, a fun uh, communal document, a Google Doc, that uh, everyone's been pitching into uh, where everyone has been revealing their superhero alias. Let's have another one of those then. Yes. That's more like it, isn't it? And today, we are revealing the secret identity of T-Square. You know T-Square with his catchphrases? I've got designs on you, babe. Oh, shh. I'm planning something real big. And open the doors to your heart, man. As long as they meet British Standard 8214 and Part B of the regulations. His name is Duncan Gunn. Uh, his most famous quote? I know what you're thinking. Did he say six houses or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kind of lost track myself. But being that this is a 0.44 rotring pen, the most powerful technical pen in the world, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, planner? Yes, who could forget that? Uh, I could. Uh, so here's the biography of T-Square, uh, a.k.a. listener Duncan. Born and brought up in a skip on a building site in London's docks, I think I was conceived there. Little Tommy Skorowski scored scraps of builders' throwaway packed lunches to keep himself alive. A ketchup-stained crust of a Greg's Bap. The last bite of a mini-melted Mowbray. The greasy remnants of a slice of a Domino's Mighty Meaty. Oh, yeah. T-square, for it was he, vowed that the good people of the city should all live in comfortable, but reasonably priced and certainly sustainable, homes. His drive was to rid the world of shoddy plasterers, lazy brickies and half-cut carpenters. But these were only the henchmen. The real Mr. Bad was someone known as... The Developer. The only thing keeping T-square from him were the incompetent wardens of the city, the planners. An inept bunch of squalid beings prone to fixating on the smallest irrelevant details and so holding up T-square's magnanimous work. Wow. That's very interesting, Duncan. Powers, abilities and equipment. Armed only with his imagination and his trusted point forty-four rotring pen, T-Square can transform cities from soulless megalopoly. Oh, 
classy. To glorious celebrations of the beauty of human creation. You can also make a superb mug of builder's tea. His nemesis, the one known as the developer and the unwitting accomplices, the planners. Love interests, just his ego. What else is there? Here's the elevator pitch. The developer is planning to ruin an entire neighbourhood by constructing a huge block of flats and wasting the nearby parks and gardens for people who've lived there their whole lives. He's paid the planners with favours and cash, and between them they're hatching a plot to get this over the line as soon as they can. Even worse than the developer, the one they call the housing minister, alias Jenrick Lemia Fiver and it's yours, man. Jenrick man has got involved after a brown envelope found its way to the evil Tory city hall. I must stress that this is fiction. Purely fiction. T-Square gets together his army of poverty-stricken yet loyal boys and girls. The students, and working tirelessly day and night, they produce an alternative plan of pleasant gardens, good-sized homes, public parks and new transport connections. They enlist the aid of the local newshound and soon their fight is supported by the population. Hooray! The developer is defeated. <laughs> but T-Square can never rest. He's already heard a whisper that an orange-faced goon from Gotham City is on his way to Bonnie Scotland to wreak havoc with the golf links up there. He must get going and stop the goon getting his tiny hands on the highlands. There's even a drawing. I will tweet it. At Not Today Pod. I might set up an Instagram too. Um, that's awesome. I loved that. Thank you so much. Tremendous work, Duncan. Um, the document, I'll tweet the link to the document if you want to uh, create your own alias. It's a sort of a time for a bit of escapism, isn't it? I think so. I'll tell you something to be cheerful about that we don't think about all the time. Blue LEDs. I remember when they came in. It was like 2001. Blue LEDs. Oh, oh. The blue LED there, look. You didn't get them before. You could have red or green. That was it. Blue ones. They came out with the PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2 had a blue LED and everyone went, ooh. Take them for granted now. It's all OLED, isn't it? And flat screen and all the, you know, the beings and, and all of that. And the Pepsi Max. No! Blue LEDs. I still get excited by a blue LED and so should you. Marvellous things they are. Marvellous. Um, so can we, can we can we have Christmas 1983 uh, on Friday? We're having a Christmas 2.0. If, you, if you've only just joined us, it's fine. It's not too late. Uh, the point being, it's going to be the Christmas you want to have, apart from the Christmas that you couldn't have, that you may have wanted to have. But it's low impact, l low investment. Nothing too, too hard. You know, do you, if it, it's just... Having a quiet time on the lav, that's fine. You can do that. If it's doing your toenails, been putting that off, that's fine too. It's a very low-key Christmas celebration. Uh, if you want to join up on Patreon, um, we're going to have a special quiz hosted by producer Julie, uh, and then we'll have a Christmassy watch-along um, on Friday night. It's going to be very fun. <laughs> I know it sounds mad. And I'm not fixated on Christmas, but I sort of just want another one because I feel a bit cheated and a bit miserable at the moment. Um, 1983 was the best Christmas because I got a big track, which is the best thing ever. Forward, four, right, 90, forward, 10, laser, 99, laser, 99. Oh man, it was the best thing ever. Do you remember it? It's like a white thing, looked like a lunar 
buggy thing. So futuristic, traumatised cats everywhere. Whole generation of cats in therapy. Awful, really. And best of all, at number one, the Christmas number one to my disbelief because they were my favourite band in the world. The Flying Pickets with only you. And you know what? I think I'm going to do a cover of it for Friday if I have time. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'd love to do that. I always want to do that. Sandwiched between, let's just make the point, it got to number one after Billy Joel's Uptown Girl and just before Paul McCartney's Pipes of Peace. Two more of my favorites. It was my era for pop music and I'm not going back. Um, turned out Margaret Thatcher was a huge fan of uh, The Flying Pickets, Only You, or she was saying that just because, you know. Uh, and then she realised what it was all sort of about and the flying pickets came out in support of the miners the following year and it all went up the wrongs. Uh, but it was still a great Christmas. Anyway, here's to blue LEDs, the flying pickets and big tracks. Uh, I was, this is what made me think about blue LEDs. The, the, the laser on the front of a big track was... It was a white light bulb under a little blue perspex. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. Uh, it's a bit of a tricky week. Thanks for bearing with me. Um, still very excited about uh, Friday. If you want to uh, join in the Christmas fun, go to patreon.com slash nottodaypod. If you want to write about, you know, your best Christmas, any, you know, anything we could, we could read some on Friday, it'd be fun. Uh, let me know. It's nottoday at swanburst.com. That's it. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 